Hey guys, I'm Desiree. And I'm Basil. And welcome to episode two of Two Creators and a Microphone podcast, where we have con candid conversations about all things tech, video production, gear, and living the creator lifestyle. For so sure. today, yes, today is a special episode because we will soon be talking about the Apple event that happened today. And but right before we get to the Apple event, we have to catch up on some things. Like, yeah, like uh, some new gear that just it's been released only in Japan for right now, but we know it's coming to the United States, and that's by uh, Zoom. Zoom actually came up with the. Uh, F8N, I believe they're calling it, and that is like their pro top of the line audio recorder, eight tracks plus multi tracks plus mixed down, all in 32 bits. So it's a, it's something that's going to be higher than the uh, Zoom F6, and um, I think it has two SD cards. Don't quote me on that, but I believe it's two SD cards, so you have dual redundancy, which is awesome because something even above that price range doesn't even have that and i believe right now the price is somewhere around 1200 to 1300 dollars is what they're saying so if you're a pro audio guy you may want to consider picking that up yep and also we have if you guys actually follow gerald undone <laughs> Basil got me into Gerald. Uh, he actually released a video yesterday, I believe, about yeah. a hybrid or collaborative product that he says it's from Panasonic and Sony. So I didn't see the video first. Basil actually did. So he sends me a text and he's like, hey, Sony and Panasonic collaborated on a camera. Gerald Undone is talking about it. And I'm like, what? That's pretty unheard of. So he's like, he sends me the video link. He's like, go ahead, watch it. So I watch it. And well, before he, I watched it, he starts telling me all of these uh, specs that this camera has, but you know, Gerald can't show it. It's in this mysterious white box. And um, so, Basil, tell them what. Tell them the specs that I got that you pranked, remember. Okay, I just got pranked, straight up pranked, because it's going to be released on which day? April the first. So and, yeah. But but all the specs were like some incredible machine, sixteen K. Basil was ready a... to pre-order it. <laughs> he was ready to pre-order, and I'm like, I'm watching the video. I'm like. This is a prank. This can't be. This is like the <laughs> ultimate camera that everybody would want. Yet. I was breaking up my credit card, looking for the pre-order button. Yeah, I got pranked. You got me yeah. there, Gerald. So pretty much Gerald got a lot of people. I think some people, I did read some of the comments, and some people were just like, I can't stop laughing. This is too funny. And then other people are like, where's the... <laughs> You know, does it do this and does it do that? And asking him all these questions. But it's funny because he linked, he had two links about it. One was, I think, you know, like either pre-order it something. If you click on that link, it sends you to a music video. Did you know that? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, after I was like, first, I when I got 
that it was a prank. I was like, well, what is he sending? You know, where is he sending these people to? So I click on the link. Sure enough, it's like a music video. Something like some old popular song. I can't remember what it was, but that was a good that was a good laugh. And well, that that song is going to become the number one download old song now just because of that uh, prank, maybe. Yep. So I think Gerald's up to something. And this is like the prelude to whatever okay. he's going to do on April 1st. Well, I guess I'll be watching that. <laughs> but you won't be pranking me twice. <laughs> oh, man. So let's get to it now. Apple had a event today at 1, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And a whole slew of products came out. Yes. Uh, the first one was, I believe, talking about Apple TV. Apple TV, correct. So I'll let you take over from there on that. So basically, Apple it was Apple TV Plus. They announced a bunch of new TV shows that are coming on the platform as well as movies. So they were just kind of hyping all of that up to get more subscriptions. That's pretty much the meaning of that. So if you don't have Apple TV Plus and sub subscription and you want to see any of those shows, they're basically giving you a preview. I still don't have an Apple TV Plus subscription. I canceled it right after they did that free offer that they kept extending for about a year and a half after they launched the platform. But then once they wanted me to pay, I was like, okay, I'm out because I have too many subscriptions to other platforms. And what? Desiree don't have an Apple TV subscription? No. I can't I, believe it. I... I have the Apple Fitness Plus subscription, <laughs> but yeah, not not Apple TV Plus. I mean, I want to see if they're going to bring something that I mean, they have some good shows, but it wasn't enough for me to pay another five dollar subscription to another service. Now, if they come with a whole bunch of things like I guess one of the new features also they introduced today was Friday night baseball. And that's if baseball season happens, because right now they're on strike. Right. And who knows when the season's going to start. So unless you're a big baseball fan, but you can also get that through other subscriptions. I think Amazon even has it. Amazon Prime. I know uh, Hulu has it through ESPN Plus. So it's not like it's really exclusive to Apple and it's only on Friday nights. Wow. There's baseball games throughout the week. So. so a bummer on that one, Apple. Okay. Yeah. The next product they introduced was uh, the, iPhone. The iPhone. They, two different colors in the iPhone 13, I believe. The new green that everybody's going after. And uh, iPhone SE. So. iPhone SE, right. So they introduced the iPhone SE, which pretty much they upgraded it to all of like the chips. Pretty much whatever the 13 has i believe it was the the chip that they upgraded as well as the glass that surrounds the entire iphone so they've made some of the modifications it's still a cheaper option it's at 429 so if you don't want to pay the outrageous prices of the 13 pro and the pro max this is a cheaper option and it now has 5G as well. So they've upgraded it to use in all of the 5G networks that they're pushing at this moment. Hmm. 
I may not consider that. I have a 13, so I know I'm not I, I'm not even bothering. Yeah, with that. I'm not going anywhere. I think I think that SE is more for like those who are maybe Android users or and they're trying to get them over, you know, at a at an inexpensive price because right you know i'm not an apple person but let's face it the phone is super easy to use i used to use android and i remember anytime there was an update jelly bean or what have you the the os would change and certain menus would change and uh it became a difficult to navigate but that was not why i switched over to apple i switched primarily because all the apps one was secure two they worked um, on Android, you know, you're using a DJI app. It used to drop out. Uh, I think they've gotten a lot better now, but I just don't want to be on a site on a job set and have to think about, is this going to connect? Will it work? You know, all of my apps on my phone, they work excellent with Apple. And so they got me on the phone. Yep. I mean, I've pretty much had iPhones not the very first one. I think I came in on Apple, the iPhone 4. So I've been pretty much iPhone user yeah. since then. And it's and that it's, that's probably the main reason why I switched to iPhone because it worked. You could rely on it. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's on the iPhone SE. What else they announced? They announced a new iPad Air. So that's also using the a15 chip bionic chip that they introduced last year i believe on the ipad pro so they've pretty much just upgraded the chip on this one and um actually now it has the m1 chip the ipad air now has yeah. the m1 chip which right. the ipad pro had was uh, was added to the ipad pro last year and it also has a front camera that's been upgraded to 12 megapixels ultra-wide camera as well. And they added 5G and the USB-C port is much faster. So they're trying to beef it up a little bit. I mean, it's not going to be as powerful as an iPad Pro. So I probably wouldn't recommend it for editing video on your iPad, but definitely it's worth if you don't, you know, if you do other non heavy editing or any uses like that. Yeah. Um, my friend and I were talking about that because we have an upcoming trip and he was like, you know, I have to carry all my gear. I don't really want to bring my laptop because I have all this camera gear. He goes, it would be great to have a powerful iPad and I could see myself traveling with that where I can do minor edits and with the USB-C port. If I have any device that I record on SSD, I could actually view it, you know, on the iPad just to see how the clips look, you know, in the evening at the end of the day or something like that. So I think, you know, I am, I know I have an old iPad that I use for my teleprompter stuff. So this may be something that I could see myself getting, especially now that you can use the pen with it. Right. Yeah, before I believe you had to use the first generation Apple yeah. Pencil. Now you can use the second one, which I believe is much better anyway. It's easier to charge because you just it just mag magnetically attaches to the side of the iPad 
and charges automatically. So that's nice. And not having that $1,000 price sticker with the, um, the iPad Pro has, um, yeah, it's something that uh, appeals to me. Yep. Um, and you could also get the keyboard for it as oh, well. And just yeah. have like a little mini setup. And the keyboard has a trackpad if you get one of the newer ones. It has a trackpad, oh, so you could just use that instead of the pencil sometimes, you know, if you're uh, using right. it with the keyboard. Take my money, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> and that is available in 64 and 256 gigabyte versions. Wow. Wow. So that was that one was a little exciting. All the other ones mm, wasn't so excited. This one I was a, a little bit excited for. <laughs> And then uh, what's the next one? Well, the next one I would say is the big, probably the big, big announcement was that they introduced a new chip. <laughs> so last year they came out with the M1 around this time. Then later on in the year, they came out with the M1 Ma uh, Pro and the M1 Max which they introduced for the MacBook Pro laptops, which everyone went crazy, including myself. And I still want it. But now they came out with the M1 Ultra chip, yeah. which is basically two M1 chips combined into one. Right. And they called it, uh, they said it was fused with something called Ultra Fusion. So that's just another <laughs> chip that they used to just put them both together and say, here's our new chip. So I'm wondering if this is the path they're going to go, if they're just going to just add all of these names like Ultra, Max, Pro. I don't know what the next one's going to be, Supreme, if that's going to be three M1 Maxes together. But it seems that's the route they're going. We all thought the rumors said it was going to be an M2 right. chip. There was no, absolutely no M2, so I guess they're still sticking with M1 at the at the moment. But, I mean, imagine M1 Max was already powerful. Right. When that was introduced, it was just like, it could do what? Right. And now to so, have two of those in right, one? To, yeah, together. So I am definitely, as you know, a PC guy. We have worked at the same companies before where we right. use Mac but I'm definitely on the PC side. So being a, a techie, I saw when they came out with the, with the first edition of the chip, and I was like, wait a second, is Intel gonna sit down and just let them do this? Because I thought it was genius. So many times you have a motherboard made by another manufacturer, you have an Intel chipset, then you have memory made by another manufacturer, then you have a graphics card made by another manufacturer, and you put them all together, and now they're all talking to one another. I thought it was genius that they put all of that on one chip. Yeah. So it's way more efficient and it makes it faster because they're not communicating out of sync all the time. So I thought it was genius that they did that. And um, I, I'm, again, I, I know Intel came up with their auto, uh, auto chip, Alder chip, I believe it is, the 12th, 11th. Um, 12th generation i9 and but that thing runs hot and that's something that's i've always admired um, apple for with the macbooks it's you know they're getting 10 hours if i get an hour on my laptop 
I'm happy. (laughs) 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 My friends are getting four hours, five hours, you know, so I don't know. Maybe I get the Apple MacBook 16 inch and then I I do a, um, a dual boot and see how Windows run on one side like that. I don't know. I don't know. You, I think it's yeah, you could do that because I mean, I have an older MacBook Pro. I mean, I'm not going to get the battery life that the new ones have, but I mean, right. it still can last longer. And I and that's that I just changed it last year. So I could go for much longer now. And right. And I mean, sometimes I'm just using Premiere and I could go maybe maybe an hour, hour and a half before I have to like plug it in to then continue using it. But there are times that I've rendered short clips on the battery. Of course, yeah, it drains down to like 40, 30% if I had it (laughs) on 80%, depending on how long the render was. But still, that beats the hour you're getting off of your PC. So, I mean, in a way, it's it's pretty worth it. I mean, you know, Apple's always going to try to outdo their competition. And they're going to yeah. add all the bells and whistles, which is why their machines always cost so much more. And that is, that's my issue, that it costs so much. So if I was to get a desktop and I get a laptop, you know, I'm easily dropping ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000. And that may not include a monitor. <laughs> right. And speaking of probably desktop computers, Apple announced a new desktop and display, which is the Mac Studio. So this is probably geared toward people like us who run their own studios or do a lot of graphic intensive work like video and photography and um, music production. So they introduced what I call the beefed up Mac Mini because it looks exactly like the Mac Mini but just so much bigger and with so much more power than I think they've ever put in what a Mac mini would would have in the in the past. I mean, it has four Thunderbolt 4 ports, yeah, which is crazy, an HDMI port, USB-A ports, and USB-C ports, uh, SD card slot. So you could definitely connect multiple monitors. I think they said something like four monitors plus a TV, which I mean, I have an iMac and I'm constantly trying to look for ports to connect another monitor to or a TV. And it's like, oh, well, you need an adapter for this and you need to do this. That one just lets you do it so much easier. So that would be great when you're just sitting in one dedicated space working all day long. Yeah. If if I, you know, had a dedicated studio or I could just work off of desktop, I wouldn't mind getting this because it has the power, even more of the power. If you decide to get the M1 Ultra chip in it, right? then the new 14 and 16 inch MacBook Pros. Yeah, that's crazy. I remember when we were working at that company and they bought all new, what was that, trash cans? The trash can MacBook. I'm the Mac Pros. Mac Pros, and it was supposed to be the fastest. And I think like next year, the next year, something else was faster. But, you know, you could imagine if you have an office space, a bunch of, um, you know, graphics guys or editors, then all you need to do is get this. 
And maybe it made good travel with it. You throw it out in your suitcase or your travel bag, and when you get to the hotel, you just need a keyboard and, and mouse. Hook it up to your TV. There's always a TV inside a hotel. Exactly. I wonder if you can connect the eGPU to this, like, you know, talking like in the future, right. all this power, and then two years from now, it's not powerful, or three years from now, and perhaps you get an eGPU, you have Thunderbolt port, and now you have a dedicated graphics card, and maybe you can extend the life of this, uh, this machine. Could be. Yeah, don't sound like I hate Apple, huh? I don't no. like Apple. I don't like it. It seems like you're liking them. But also, I would like to mention that when the MacBook Pro with the M1 Max chip was announced last year, Basil was on the train oh to, my gosh. to actually get it and actually put it in his shopping cart and almost bought it. Well, see, I blame Apple for that. They would have got me had you had it in stock. Okay, so there you have it. So he... You know, is borderline. You know, okay, he would I'm consider borderline. it. So but... you know, those guys who don't like to change their cameras body out because they invested in so much lens, it's almost the same thing with uh, you know, Windows and PC. I've invested so much in apps, plugins, and created so many different things on the Windows side that if I go totally on the Mac side, I don't know that's going to be an expensive char expensive price tag to acquire all of those features or plugins that I had for the PC again for the Mac portion of it. And that has been why I was holding out, but I, I like the fact that I could I have the speed, I have the power even if I'm just running DaVinci or Premiere and I could travel with this thing and not be looking for a plug. As soon as you get on a plane, I'm, where's that plug? Where is that plug? You get right. to a hotel. I see the guys at the Apple, they go in Starbucks and I'm in there for three, four hours and I'm looking for a plug. And they're like, they're not checking. So PC yeah. guys, why can't you make a computer that's energy efficient? Why? Yeah. And I mean, that's what Apple prides itself on, you know, making everything more energy efficient, environmentally friendly, all of that stuff. So definitely, I mean, if they could put the M1 Ultra chip in the MacBook Pro, that would be now my dream. Because when they were talking about the M1 Ultra, I was like, okay, so what devices are they going to put this in? Right. You know, would they consider putting this in a MacBook Pro? Or is it just going to be strictly desktop? I mean, at the moment, it's now going to be desktop. But could that be maybe an announcement later on in the next never, never you know, know. Apple event? Maybe There's two that's more. what they're going to call it, the M2. Maybe. Or M2 Max Ultra Supreme. Something <laughs> like that. Because I think now they're just going to find different words to tack on to it. And but maybe, I don't know. Let's, Save the M1 for like... Yeah, for something else. For something else or um, keep M1 as like, okay, for the next five years, it's going to be M1. Just add on all of these words to it. And then five years from now, it'll be M2 generation, <laughs> the second generation after we got 10, you know, sub generations out of M1. But just think of it. They, they combine two to make it this fast with the Ultra. Mm -hmm. Maybe they can put a third one or a fourth one. 
Right. Just make the first one smaller so you can. Oh, man. Intel, let's go, Intel. Getting your butts kicked. Come on. Because I want the M1 Ultra. I'm just going to try to get as much power as I can in my next laptop so yeah. I can future proof it. Because definitely, for if I have the M1 Ultra, whether it's on a, a laptop, if they decide to do that, or just stick with the desktop. You, you know how fast that would be for a yeah. 4K footage? Yeah. I mean, then yeah. you could consider, oh, maybe I should, you know, yeah. maybe hey. upgrade to 8. Let's do that six-camera, multi-cam 4K shoot now. <laughs> yep. Now you could do it. Yep. So any final thoughts? Uh, my final thought is, great job, Apple. I'm just a little disappointed that Unless maybe I'm hoping for the future and the fall events or even the one coming up for WWDC. If they would like to add the M1 Ultra into the MacBook Pro, that is now my wish. If not, I will consider the M1 Max, which I'm still considering, even though I don't want to pay that amount at this moment. But I know I'm probably going to wind up doing it. They may get me if they have them in stock. Um, the, my friends have been buying just the basic models that you can just, you know, readily go in the store and get. But soon as you jack up the memory to 64. Or Which you I want, am. Right. Or you want like four terabytes, then it's like you won't get it till two months from now. Yeah. I mean, I think it's getting a little better. I, I tested it, I want to say a week ago, and it was saying April. Hmm which now might be a month away before it was like, yeah, two or three months away. So maybe either people are just not as many people ordering it now as they were before, or they're like, oh, we'll just go with the basic one we could get our hands on. Right. That's what my friend was doing, but I don't want to do that. Mm -mm. All right. So that's going to wrap things up for today. Yep. So... That's it for this episode. Make sure to follow us on social media. And we're two creators dropping the mic. <laughs> and we are out. Yep. Yeah.